Welcome to Armed with Truth, a podcast for youth. I'm your host, Lisa Bruneal. My goal here is to empower the youth of today to become a sin-resistant generation. You youth are bombarded by Satan's temptations on every side, especially when it comes to immorality, lust, and pornography. I want to talk about truths that can strengthen you, safeguard you, and bring greater power into your life through the Savior Jesus Christ. Let's get started and be armed with truth. Today's episode is all about the scripture found in Isaiah 9, verse 6. Ask yourself, what is Heavenly Father's personal message for you right now in this episode of the podcast? The Holy Ghost will testify to you of the exact message Heavenly Father has for you right now today. Okay, everyone, it's almost Christmas. Ah! Christmas is my favorite time of the year. I know I'm not unusual or unique in any way when I say that, and I know I'm joined by so many others. But, of course, there's all the fun that comes with Christmas. Santa, presents, Christmas trees, decorating, parties. But for me, and I honestly think for everyone, even if they don't even realize it, the best part of Christmas is the focus on Jesus. That focus is more present during this time of year than any other time. And it still exists, even in this crazy world where there are people shutting down and canceling anything good, and especially anything holy. But they haven't done it. Much of the world still stops and remembers Jesus, especially at Christmas. I love the music of Handel's Messiah. It's so beautiful. Many times I have listened to an orchestra and choir perform the beautiful words live. It's one of my favorite holiday activities. So I couldn't help but do a podcast episode about my favorite scripture, the scripture that Handel's Messiah is based on. It's so beautiful that it's found in the Bible and the Book of Mormon. The words are Isaiah's words, and you can read them in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, as well as in 2 Nephi 19.6, where the prophet Nephi quotes Isaiah. I love thinking that one of my favorite scriptures about Christ was also one of the prophet Nephi's favorite scriptures. I'm sure that Nephi also loves the music of Handel's Messiah. Isaiah says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. I want to talk today for just a moment about each of these names individually and what they mean to me and what they can mean for all of us. First, the title Wonderful. I looked up the words wonderful and wonder and found this. Inspiring, delight, pleasure, or admiration Extremely good, marvelous, inexplicable, unable to be accounted for. A feeling of surprise mingled with admiration caused by something beautiful, unexpected, unfamiliar, or unexplicable. Christ was so wonderful that even children are drawn to him. And as I think of that definition, I think of how all of us can be stopped in our tracks in wonder about Jesus. 
I think of the tiny little baby Jesus that we have from one of our nativity sets. It's made of resin so that it can be played with and held without breaking. And over the years, that little baby Jesus has been adored and loved by all of my children. One particular Christmas, he went missing. I couldn't find him anywhere. After hours of searching, I found him sitting next to Barbie in the pink Barbie car. Of course, I thought. But then the symbolism really touched me. Jesus can be with us wherever we are. With a young child as they play, with me, wherever I am, and whenever I need him, he meets each of us where we are. That's how wonderful he is. What a wonder was the birth of Jesus Christ. He was born to a virgin mother in a lowly stable in Bethlehem. What a wonder was the new star, the shepherds, the angels, the wise men. What a wonder was his perfect sinless life. How Christ grew to a man who walked on water, healed the sick, raised the dead, calmed the troubled heart, and taught the people about the kingdom of God. How truly wonderful that he overcame death and sin for us, that he took upon himself our sins and pains and sicknesses and frailties, and that he rose from the dead to give us life. Several years ago, when we were living on the island of St. Kitts in the Caribbean, I taught a primary lesson in a small house that we used for a church. That particular Sunday was the Sunday nearest to Christmas, and I had propelled prepared to tell the story of Jesus' birth. We had a small branch with just a handful of children, so we all met together for primary. I had brought with me a small doll wrapped in a white blanket to represent the Savior. That day, a young boy at church around four or five years old was there that I had never seen at church before, and he joined as the children gathered around me in a circle on the floor in the primary room. As I began the lesson, the Spirit filled the room. Tears streamed down my face as I told the story of Christ's birth to the children. They then each took a turn holding the doll, and when the doll was passed to the little boy who was there for the first time, he held it with a sacred reference that I have not forgotten. He truly felt the wonder of the Savior. We all did. How is Christ wonderful to you? Christ is also our counselor. When I think of a counselor, I think of someone who can tell you everything and who you can tell everything to. Someone who listens, who validates, who understands and gives suggestions and advice that are exactly what you need to hear. How amazing that we get to have Jesus Christ as our counselor Can you think of anyone more perfect? Through experiences in my life, I know he is there. I know he waits for me to pour out my soul to him. I feel so blessed to have him, someone so intimate that he knows me and what I need in every circumstance because he has intimately experienced my life. He cares and he loves me so much that he weeps when I weep and he feels joy when I feel joy. He is a true friend, a source of encouragement and strength, someone I can go to for advice and for help to solve all of my problems. He is the answer to every question I have. He will comfort me in every challenge, 
and he will help me change and become better. Just as a true friend or counselor, he loves me, and the things that are important to me are important to him. This year has been a difficult year for me. I have experienced a lot of challenges and gone through several very hard things that I had no idea how to handle. Most especially and recently was the death of my baby grandson, Boston. During this time, Christ has brought me comfort and strength in a way that no one else could. He has been my counselor. He has been my friend, my comforter, and my God. How is Christ a counselor to you? Christ is the mighty God. The name Emmanuel means God with us. Christ was born on earth to live here and to be here with us. He was born as a man to a mortal mother, yet he was the son of God. This gave him the power to be perfect and to live a sinless life. Being God's son gave him the power to atone for the sins and pains and suffering of all mankind and to be resurrected. He is Lord of lords and King of kings, and all power was given to him in heaven and earth. He truly is the mighty God. This title urges us to speak of his atonement, how he paid for our sins, and how only he could satisfy the demands of justice on each of us. He overcame death and sin, and because of him we can be resurrected and live again. Only a mighty God could do what Christ has done. Only a mighty God could love as he loved, and that mighty God, Jesus Christ, did what he did for you and for me. How is Christ a mighty God to you? Christ is the everlasting Father. Here are some of the words of the prophet Samuel the Lamanite on the wall of the Nephite city, found in Helaman 14, verses 12 and 13. And also that you might know of the coming of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Father of heaven and of earth, the creator of all things from the beginning, and that you might know of the signs of his coming to the intent that you might believe on his name. And if you believe on his name, you will repent of all your sins, that thereby you may have a remission of them through his merits. His merits, the merits of Christ, our everlasting Father, were for us, you and me. Christ is the Father of heaven and earth. All things that God the Father wants, Christ wants also. And every act that Jesus Christ did and does and will ever do is done in the name of his Father, even God. They are one in purpose. In 3 Nephi verse chapter 9, we can read the words of Christ himself to the Nephites, beginning in verse 15. He says, Behold, I am Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I created the heavens and the earth and all things that in them are. I was with the Father from the beginning. I am in the Father, and the Father in me, and in me had the Father glorified his name. I came unto my own, and my own received me not. And the scriptures concerning my coming are fulfilled. And as many as have received me, to them have I given to become the sons of God. I am the light and the life of the world. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Christ truly is the everlasting Father. 
He loves us with a fatherly love just as God does. How is Christ the everlasting father to you? Christ is the prince of peace. And oh, how we need peace in our world today. If you look around at current events, you may not see peace anywhere. There seems to be no peace in this world, no safety, no solutions anywhere that you look unless you look for Christ. And once you do look for him, you will see him everywhere because Christ offers a different kind of peace than worldly peace. It's a peace that cannot be overcome or drowned out by war or death, by disagreements and contentions, by natural disaster, crime, or even coronavirus. The peace he offers is peace which passeth all understanding. It is peace in the midst of all this chaos and commotion. It is a stillness and a perfect peace that can only be found in the heart. It is the peace that comes as we come to know Jesus, not just know about him, but truly know him, trust him, and have faith in him without reservation. It is the peace we feel when we remember he has conquered all and that regardless of everything going on in the world today, he will be victorious in the end and he will reign as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. When we acquaint ourselves with him, we can have this sacred personal peace, peace peace which passeth all understanding. How is Christ the Prince of Peace to you? A few weeks ago, I was doing a guided visualization meditation with a group of women. The words were similar to this. Imagine yourselves sitting in a beautiful, secluded, grassy meadow. There is serenity, peace, and calm. Imagine all of your surroundings as you sit in the meadow, taking it all in. The sights, the sounds, the smells. As you sit in the meadow, you become aware of a figure across the way, and the figure approaches you. Now, in the meditation, that figure gently makes his way to you, and you realize it is the Savior. But for me, as I sat in the meditation and I imagined the figure approaching, I knew who he was. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't sit. I couldn't stay calm. I couldn't wait for him to reach me. I couldn't follow the guide of the guided meditation. In an instant, my mind changed and I jumped to my feet. I began to run toward him and he ran towards me in my mind. And I was loudly and uncontrollably laughing and crying all at the same time. I was squealing out loud and so was he. And when we finally met, we embraced and collapsed together, still laughing, tears streaming down our faces. His embrace completely engulfed me in his love. That feeling was victory. It was victory over life, over sin, over Satan. That feeling was completely bigger than any joy and any triumph, anything beautiful I had ever felt before. And now that is what I picture it being like. When at last I get to see him and be with him. Return with me now to the beginning of the scripture of Isaiah. To Isaiah's words, unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. 
unto us. Us. That's you and me, the baby born all those years ago in a lowly stable, was born to us. The Son was given to you and to me. The Son of God is our gift. He was the first Christmas gift. And there never has been, nor will there ever be, a greater gift. We are priceless to him, you and me. He loves us with all of his heart. And with all of my heart, I praise him and lift my voice in hallelujah. At this Christmas time, we have the opportunity to remember the Savior, Jesus Christ, to remember his birth, to celebrate that he came as Emmanuel to be God with us. The Savior is mine. He is yours. He is our Jesus. He's wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. I bear my testimony that he loves you, that he knows you, and that his life is a gift for you. Today's truth takeaways. Jesus Christ is your wonderful. Jesus Christ is your counselor. Jesus Christ is your mighty God. Jesus Christ is your everlasting Father. Jesus Christ is your Prince of Peace. And Jesus Christ was born and given to you. This Christmas, I had the opportunity to watch the Chosen Christmas Special. If any of you have not yet seen it, I encourage you all to find an opportunity to watch it. The music is beautiful and glorious. It's filled with praise to Jesus Christ and hallelujahs to his name. And the episode depicting Mary and Joseph and the birth of Jesus is a beautiful depiction of Christ's arrival to the earth. I encourage you to watch it. One of the lines repeated over and over again in that episode and in that special is, people must know. It's true. People must know. They must know about Jesus. They must know that he is a gift given to them. They must know of his power and his love and all that is possible because of him. I love him. Let's return to our first question. What's the personal message that God has for you today? Is he inviting you to learn more about a specific truth to make a change or take a specific action? As you act on the truths you've learned, greater power will come into your life. It's the power and strength to follow Jesus Christ. I can't wait to hear what you do. You can let me know on Facebook and Instagram at Armed with Truth Podcast. Keep coming back. Heavenly Father has so much more in store for you here on Armed with Truth. And Merry Christmas to all of you. Thanks for joining me here today on Armed with Truth. 
As we learn truth together, we become more valiant disciples of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, a stronger part of His battalion, and a truly sin-resistant generation.